0: Long. Well, night, another one, the another season, sure so another nut kick. Badgers out. Of the NCAA tournament. Sure From the Iowa State effing Cyclones so I, at the Pfizer Forum. A de facto home game in front of. 80% Badger faithful.
1: Don't let
0: Badgers couldn't hit the proverbial broadside of a barn. 28% from the field. 2
1: cries.
0: of 22 from beyond the arc. That's
1: 9.1%.
0: And they're done.
1: Sometimes.
0: 54 to 49. Pretty lame. Pretty, pretty lame. Sometimes everything is wrong. And now carrying the torch of the big flame, Purdue and effing Michigan. Oh, now God. The Wolverines bitch slapping their way it's down the tournament. Good morning, Rowdy. Yeah, good morning. And Purdue was
2: somewhat lucky to hold on to that game against Texas. Uh, if you were watching that game, Purdue went on a 20 to nothing run at one point, <laughs> And Purdue shot over 40 free throws. They That's still lot free throws. had to pull it out at the end, but yeah. yes, two Big Ten teams left. That's it. Remember when uh, two? Remember when dose. we were talking about you know the Big Ten and how it was the best conference? And I said, well, they need to prove it in the tournament because they flamed out the last few this years. Is,
0: this is every year for the Big Ten.
2: And Ben Kenny rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> well, guess ooh, what? Ooh. Two teams out of nine made it to the second weekend.
0: Yeah, Ben Kenny. Well, who cares about Ben Kenny right now? But. My God, I rolled my eyes at the Wisconsin Badgers so much that they almost fell out of my freaking sockets last night as brick after brick after brick after brick being thrown up by the Badgers. It was an impromptu Masons convention out there. Clank, clank, clank. And it definitely didn't help when Chucky Hepburn went down in the couple minutes left of the first half, which. Looks to be a broken ankle or a broken tibia or something, whatever it is. Chucky Hepburn losing him. uh, Made a already slim bench, had to come out and just be terrible. And speaking of terrible, the turnovers for the Wisconsin Badgers. What in the world was I watching? The Badgers averaged 8.4 turnovers per game. That was the fewest in the country. By the end of it, when it was all said and done, 17 Turnovers, a team's season high, 17 in a game that mattered the most, win or go home. The Badgers, I guess, didn't have a far trip home rowdy. They had to drive what, like an hour and a half, if that, to come back home to Madison, Wisconsin. The dream is dead. It's over. What's worse? The turnovers, the three pointers? What's worse? The turnovers, the three pointers. Which is worse? 17, turnovers, 17 turnovers turnovers or two of 22 from
2: beyond the arc because it was oh, well, a lot of times when you say this it's careless you're careless <laughs> with the basketball yeah it was awful it's terrible I it was awful see my takeaway from this after all is said and done you look at the teams that have advanced to the sweet 16 there is a 15-seeded St. Peter's that the Peacocks beat, They beat Kentucky. Then they beat Murray state. Who's yeah. the seven seed. They are in the sweet 16. They are the Peacock team that really no one has ever heard of until this tournament. Never heard of them. They are not the worst team left in the sweet 16. I would have to say Iowa state is
0: the cyclones of Iowa state would just be the Badgers.
2: Iowa state was seven and 11 in the big 12. A lot of people said that they didn't even belong in this tournament. Yep. They beat an LSU team that fired their coach and didn't look very enthused to play in the first round. And then they beat a badger team that could not make a shot and could not take care of the ball. (sighs) I do truly believe Iowa state is the worst team left in the tournament and Wisconsin should be embarrassed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, was, I just like how you said your inflection on that. And Wisconsin should be embarrassed. I mean, Wisconsin should. Wisconsin had a home game. You were at home. You're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and it was like 80
2: percent Badger fans I heard 90 percent. That's from, sure. I'll from, even say 90. From boots on the ground, I heard 90 percent.
0: I'll give. I'll say 95. Like you had. You had the Wisconsin takeover at the Pfizer form. You just won the Big Ten, the the regular season. You're one of the best teams in the nation. You got one of the best players in Johnny Davis. And you lose to Iowa State, the Cyclones. Who is this team? You're the three seed. You lost to the 11 seed. You were two of 22 from beyond the arc.
2: Well, technically two of 23 with the chuck at the end.
0: Even worse. God bless it.
2: Rowdy, it was insane. See, for all the people out there that say, hey, don't criticize them. They're kids. Or, They're not hey, kids. Brett Davidson's like 30. Hey, you can't criticize them because you're not a Division One basketball player. You're not as good as them. Who says that? I, I don't care who says it. I believe anyone listening, if they took 23 shots from three, could probably make two.
0: Yeah. Did someone say that to you or something, Rowdy? No, I've just heard that a lot online. Oh, I was going to say, like, you've said it to me off air and on I'm like, did someone say that to you? No, but
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm saying anybody that's ever shot a basketball, I think, could go two for 23.
0: Oh, oh my God. I just, oh. I just got to, I'm, I told myself not to get too angry today, but my God, March madness turned March sadness. I feel like I'm mad. I am mad, though. It was absolutely You didn't even score 50 points. 49 points. 49 points. Wisconsin is done. I don't even know. I think I need a day to cool off before I can talk like what the season actually means as a whole. I'm sure we'll talk about it today anyways. But what we saw of, let's go back to Friday night, Rowdy, because Wisconsin started really slow. And then Johnny Davis took the game over at the end, scoring the team's final 14 points against Colgate, Colgate. They were, they were kind of balling. I mean, we kind of knew that about them. They're one of the best three-point teams in the country.
2: I sent you and RJ a message when I was watching Colgate, and... And Rowdy's brushing his teeth with Crest. He's like, b- screw Colgate. My, my takeaway from the Colgate game was exactly why I was worried about it. They're a team that could shoot the three decent, and if the Badgers came out and didn't play well and Johnny Davis didn't play well, they could very well lose. Well, that looked to be the case for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. Because the Badgers didn't shoot the ball overly well. Johnny Davis took a while to get going, but then obviously.
0: 14 final points, he was cruising. Yep. Running took downhill. over the game,
2: they won, whatever. But this is how I described Colgate. <sighs> They're like the B team when you were growing up for like Tri-County basketball. Yeah, yeah, They had like one good kid that probably should have been on the A team, but got screwed over by the coaches. Yep. They have like two or three decent shooters, and everyone else looks like a gooner was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that's a, that was Colgate. That was Colgate. That was Colgate. They literally had those two guys that could not miss from three. They had the point guard that looked pretty good. Yeah. And then they had two goony guys that played down low.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the well, perfect. That's the
2: perfect analogy. They were the growing up B team. Yeah. From your local yeah. school. With the
0: one guy who was like really good, but just on that, on the, like, yeah, maybe the coach had the team. it. Maybe the coach had it out for him on the A team. And, and then the Johnny Davis took over at the end of that Friday night game. I mean, he took over the final 14 points. Uh, he put his stamp on the game, and you thought to yourself, okay, Johnny Davis, an NBA lottery pick, a guy that can, you know, if you got a player like that, you can go far in the tournament. Well, what did we see yesterday? Uh, starting at 5'10. What was that? TBS? 5'10. It was brick after brick after brick after brick after brick. What was that performance? Now, obviously, losing Chucky Hepburn was a huge blow to the Badgers. They didn't have a bench to begin with. Uh, it really hurt because Lauren Bowman, uh, you hope he's okay. It's a non-COVID illness. He's been away from the team, for his second stint away from the team. I don't even know if he'll be back. But that already hurt the bench. And then Chucky Hepburn either breaking his ankle or his tip, whatever had happened, is a bad injury for Chucky Hepburn. You feel fo- sorry for him. You hope he's okay. But what was I seeing coming into the game? And it's, not, it's just a victim of the bench. Isaac Lindsay in there? No offense to Mineral Point, Wisconsin, but the dude's wearing sleeves. And then you got Jordan Davis. I mean, who was at good minutes sparingly before in the season? The, the one Chucky Hepburn went down, and Johnny Davis couldn't do anything to look like an NBA lottery pick. It was over. It was game over. Well, And the dude who was on Minnesota, that was a Gabe culture or whatever? That guy's balling. Who's that guy? Well, mean? he was a former gopher. Wisconsin was recruiting him. And when he was a golfer, he didn't do diddly poo for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And then he's teeing off on Wisconsin after the game. Did you hear his comments or see his comments? Yeah, I did. He's like, he says, I was just locked in. I never liked Wisconsin, to be honest. I have family from there, but I'm a Minnesota-raised man. We, we, We basically let Minnesota punk us, Rowdy. This guy, what's going on here?
2: Unbelievable. Yeah, and I saw a lot of people complaining about the refereeing. From the Wisconsin game. The
0: refs didn't make the
2: Wisconsin miss shots. I actually didn't think the refereeing was like, I thought they were blowing the whistle a lot more than they should have been.
0: Yeah. But I I thought
2: Wisconsin got a lot of chippy calls in the first half.
0: I didn't think it was terrible. Did you?
2: No, I I thought Wisconsin got a lot of calls in the first half. And maybe in the second half, there were a few that were pretty bad that went against them, like the Johnny Davis charge where the guy was still sliding and it hit like his outside shoulder. But overall, I didn't think that the refing was that bad. You can't convince me it was that bad when you shot below 30 percent, you shot below 10 percent from three. And not only that, not only were you that bad from the from the field. But you shot nine more free throw attempts than Iowa State and you still lost. Badgers were like double bonus for how long and didn't do crap. In the first half they had it for the last eleven and a half minutes. They got it if that would have been flipped and Iowa State was in the bonus for eleven and a half minutes, I would have been losing my mind yeah. for chippy calls being, you know, like little handsy calls being yeah. uh called fouls. Mm-hmm. But it was for the Badgers and they still could not score the basketball.
0: No. They couldn't do it. Badgers couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. They scored forty nine points. Forty nine points. I've got to go back and look at the scoreboard to see what the lowest uh, scoring game is this tournament. I bet you forty nine well, points. It's you talk about
2: taking care of the basketball. They average about eight and a half, roughly yeah. turnovers a game. Team Best high. In the country. Team high. Seventeen turnovers. Here are the starters. Team crawl, high. two, Wall four, Hepburn or sorry, Crawl, two, Wall three. Hepburn, who only played, what, fifteen minutes roughly? Uh Uh-huh. Two. Johnny Davis, four. Brad Davison, two. Every starter was turning the ball over.
0: Yeah. It was. And here's the thing that makes you boggle. Usually you'd account this attribute to a lot of turnovers to like having the jitters. Like a team is uncomfortable in their environment. Maybe the moment's too big for them. They got jitters so they can't, you know, hang on to the ball. They were in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They had ninety percent. Badger fans at the Pfizer Forum. What jitters did you have? What you were in your own state. You probably you could have slept in your own bed if you wanted to. Yet you uh, turned the ball over seventeen times. Our sports director Zach Halpern. Usually he is like a ray of sunshine in my dark and dreary life. But even today, I don't know Zach. It's it's tough. It's tough for me today, huh? Live. No, you're not. You're not at the penthouse at the Fister anymore, right? You're back. You're back to Madison. Yes, Zach. Yep, yep, yep. He's, he's bad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Zach, I'm, I told you off air that we're just going to make aggressive statements and you react to it, but I, I'll try to I'll try to church it up a little bit. We're we're going through the emotions today.
3: Fire Greg Gard.
0: Well, well we haven't hit that point yet. Oh, he's not okay. even. In fact, I don't know. Did you see the new resurfacing amount notice, Zach Halprin?
4: Do you think I did?
0: Oh, that's a good point. No, I don't think you did. Greg Gard actually not on there, so no oh, okay. Gardo. And I don't think it should be so. This season, as a whole, Zach. Before we dive into the disappointment uh, for March sadness for the Badgers, uh, let's just do this right away. This season, as a whole, a success for the Badgers. Right now, we're just a little angry, but the season as a whole, a success for the Badgers. Yes.
4: Yeah, I won a Big Ten title, so it it uh, it is a success. But it was an unsuccessful March, yeah. right? Like you'll still be able to still have that Big Ten title one, two, and three years, but you thought you could do more and uh they didn't so i think that's people i'm sure people will remember this more like but in terms of an overall success i think for the season itself considering where it started yeah with expectations where they were and to do what they did i think it's an overall success just an unsuccessful march
0: uh highly successful our uh Sports director Zach Halpern joining us right now. So Zach, when it comes to the game itself, um, I was wondering what was worse. It was the two of 22 from beyond the arc or was it the 17 turnovers? What would Zach Halpern say? Well,
4: I mean, two for 22 is is uh, pretty bad. Um, but <laughs> that's, that's also this team, right? Like it's been their biggest issue throughout the entire year. They finished 30.7% from three, which is the worst, the second worst uh, in school history. It's only beaten by a, in the 1997-98 team that shot 29.7. So this is the second-worst three-point shooting team in school history. So going two for 22, probably not a huge surprise. The 17 turnovers, though, is. I mean, they were the team that turned the ball over the fewest of any in the country. Uh, they were averaging 8.4, and they had that by halftime. So, yeah, they could overcome poor shooting, but they can't overcome poor shooting and turning the ball over the way they did.
0: So do you think it's um... – <laughs> Well, I, you know, there's jitters obviously cuz you're in the March Madness tournament, but you know, you got a de facto home game at the Pfizer Forum. Which, well, what would you say was Badger Faithful there, Zach? Uh, filling up the Pfizer Forum. Well, give it a percentage if you if you could.
4: Uh probably like 70%. Man.
0: So I mean, you got a de facto home game. You I don't know about the jitters right there. This ball wasn't going in, but Chucky Hepburn um, did the, the the designation come out besides lower body injury? Was it like? Do you, have you heard anything of like if it's a break or what it is for uh, Chucky Hepburn's injury?
4: Yeah, I mean it was. It's. I think it's pretty significant. Um, I'm sure anybody that saw that yeah. highlight or the uh, re- replay probably didn't want to see it ever again. <laughs> but it's uh,
3: top of his yeah, le- bottom I, of his it, leg it, hit the floor.
4: Yeah, it's just not ideal. Uh, well,
2: that's normally uh, what and, happens yeah. when you have a non contact injury they're normally yeah. worse. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I feel feel horrible for him. Um yeah. he uh Yeah, I mean he came back out obviously on crutches and you know, I, it initially looked like a walking boot, but he didn't have a shoe on. Um you know, his toes were out, so it may have been an air cast. Uh I'm not positive on that, but it
3: it, it, it was a walking boot. Was it?
4: Yeah. It was. Yep.
0: Well, um, whatever it was, whatever it who, wasn't good. Who, who said who
4: said that?
2: I mean, looking at it, it was a walking boot
4: okay yeah um all right i'll take r j dr uh, dr brockman's um
3: that's Bro- that's yeah. m d that's mr Brockmans brockman m brockman, d i didn't go no, doc- to re- no, i doctor. didn't re- i no, didn't go doctor. to regular right. college to be called doctor
0: well, whatever it was, it wasn't good, so zach looking yeah. at Chucky, no, so, uh, yeah. yeah no so
4: I, I, I was getting to it but yeah i mean that that's that's unfortunate, obviously for him if you go back to the jitters part though i thought especially in you know certainly against um colgate there were some jitters early on i don't like it was they wanted to play in milwaukee and all that but i don't i'm not sure it was a huge <laughs> advantage for them um they probably would have been better off um perhaps going somewhere else where there, there wasn't all that uh, pent up emotion and you know in the uh, intensity there because I, I felt like they played um sped up jittery like they, it felt like they were trying to make things happen instead of you know, just letting everything uh, come to them, and you know, yeah, it it looked that way.
0: So, I mean, with the loss of Chucky, was that the undoing then? I mean, obviously Johnny Davis didn't no. have a good game either, but was like that? I mean, with combined with the turnovers and no Chucky in and then you got a thin bench, was that the undoing then?
4: I mean, there was a lot of things to go into, but yeah, losing Chucky is significant. It's like the domino a,
0: that falls, he
4: to key. Yeah, but they weren't playing well when he was on the floor either. I yeah. mean, he had every he, he had two turnovers in the first half, which is almost unheard of he, he has barely turned the ball over at all of late and so um but yeah losing your point guard against that defense uh, the a defense that's up in your face you want your main ball handler on the floor especially when your backup point guard is in detroit and um so you have to you have to kind of move pieces around and you're playing guys that barely play like isaac Lindsay had played 10 minutes all year yeah. and he got thrown into a sweet, you know into a game that was fighting for the sweet 16. So I think, the, yeah, I mean, the lack of depth obviously hurt. It's not that they didn't have any depth to begin with. Oh, I'm, I'm, excuse me. It's, they, they had no depth to begin with. Yeah. And when you lose your starter, yeah, um, not, ideal. not ideal.
0: Not ideal. So, Zach, you know, I mean, I have so many questions when a range of uh, a variety of different topics here from the future of the Badgers and, you know, where at leaves them now, but let's go uh, a future of a certain individual. Now, Johnny Davis hasn't had the greatest, you know, last couple of games to maybe end his Badger career. Uh, I'm just going to ask this; I already know the answer, but uh, see what you have to say. Johnny Davis on the podium last night after the loss—did he make any, um, you know, any inkling of what he's doing with his future? Is he going to stay, or is he just destined to the NBA draft? He's
4: cherishing his two years here at Wisconsin. He's going to finish out his school career, or I should say, uh, the semester of school. And then, uh, and he's trying to live in the moment right now, but I, every, I mean, it's, it's Sounds like a that's
2: a guy saying, See ya!
4: <laughs> it's pretty obvious, you know, he's, <laughs> he, he's done, he's gone. And uh, I know a lot of people are like, he's not ready.
0: He's not ready. Yeah. To speak play. on that. Cause I saw you fielding a bunch of tweets about that's that. Just, and I've gotten to two people saying like, you know, that Johnny Davis is too inconsistent. He's not an NBA guy, blah, 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 blah. Can you speak on that? I mean, you followed him. For his, you know, his whole Wisconsin career. So, what's uh, what's the vibe on Johnny Davis?
4: <laughs> That's not how the NBA works. <laughs> it's not. I mean, he is. He, he showed enough earlier in the year that he's got the ability. And it's not so much what he is right now. It's what he can be. And it's projection. The NBA draft is all about projection. It's not about who you are now. It's what you can be down the road. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Davis has a chance to be a really, really good player. And the fact that he went four for sixteen or three for nineteen in two of these last three games, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. He's gonna be likely a lottery pick, a first round pick for sure. And that's I mean there's just that's just the way it is. I know people probably don't understand that. And I, I guess I I don't understand them not understanding that. But um <laughs> that's the way the NBA is. And he's he is he's gonna be gone. He's not coming back. So uh you can scream into the into the pillow that he's not ready, but it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zach Halpern, our sports director, joining us right now. So, Zach, I mean, looking at this team, obviously, Johnny Davis probably going to be gone. Uh, Brad Davison, how, how'd Brad Davison uh, take it up on the podium for his final collegiate game?
4: Yeah, he was emotional. I mean, that the first, I mean, he's a, he is so passionate that he gets emotional. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, whether it's fiery, like it is on the court, or, you know, very, um, I don't want to call it tearful, but, I mean, he was he was hurt, and he takes put so much into it, and he, he cares so much that when it doesn't go the way you want it to, and it ends, it comes out, you know, yep. through your eyes usually.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Zach, I mean, with Brad Davison gone, Johnny Davis likely gone, uh, who knows what's going to happen with Chucky Hepburn and the injury. Uh, the future of the Wisconsin Badgers, you know, looking into next year, um, it's hard to duplicate a guy like Johnny Davis, right? Like, what's it looking... For the Badgers moving forward, do we get some recruits coming in? I know college basketball has changed now with the transfer portal. Like, what's what's the health of the Badgers moving forward for next go around in the uh, in the season? Yeah, I
4: mean the transfer portal has completely changed how we look at things, right? I mean, they Chris Vogt and you know Jacoby Neath weren't here last year. Um, you know, teams across the country, uh, like Iowa State, for instance, can bring in transfers from all over the place and get better. Immediately and go from two for you know two and twenty two to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, they have one uh, actually. They have one scholarship guy coming in, and Connor Esken. He's a shooter from Indiana, the all-time leading scorer. There's a really, really good three-point shooter, which obviously they desperately need that. Desperately need. Yeah. Desperately need. But they desperately need to go out and get more shooting too. And they probably need to go get another point guard to go along with Chucky. I mean, cause we don't know exactly what Lauren Bowman is going to do. Uh, Greg guard said yesterday that he believes he'll, they're hopeful that he'll be able to return uh, right now. He's in Detroit. He's doing virtual schools. So like, he's not, he hasn't been around the team, um, you know, since the middle of February. So you don't really know there, but they need, they need guard help. They need a lot of guard help. And I think uh, they're going to go to the transfer portal to find it. I and mean, then I don't necessarily see, uh, I don't. I personally don't see a, another starter on that bench right now. Coming yeah. off the bench, like I don't. I, I don't see it. If Lauren comes back, then I think him and Chuckie can play together. But otherwise, I don't see another starter that's currently uh, on this team at guards. So they need to go out and get that. And then you need, a, you know, Stephen Crowe and Carlson, uh, a couple of the other guys, a young freshman that redshirted, and Matthew Moors and Chris Hodges, and you know those guys. Um, I think they may they may go out and get another big man. We'll see. But those, I think those guys. Uh, I like their front court, but they need to find guard help for sure,
0: yeah, speaking of um the big boys, i mean Stephen Crowell, his progression you know we 've seen a lot more of him this year, obviously than last year. What was the progression of Stephen Crowell and uh could he be a you know a future big man that could be on a tear in the big Ten moving forward Zach
4: I think he can i think he's gathered a good three point shot, but it i mean he he left a lot of people uh with with bad visions of that i mean there were some really ugly shots. In the tournament, um, one of them went in. Uh, the <laughs> shot that went in, but one, one of them, one of them went in. One of them went in, but um, was, I, I wish I more would have went in. You know, I, I think you know, hey, yeah. I like Stephen. I like Stephen Crow too. I like him too. No, I'm saying like one, maybe one or two of them go in, and, and maybe we're not sitting here talking about this. But um, yeah, I mean he he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of skill. He continues to work in the post. I think he's going to put on more weight. He's going to be able to hang with some of the bigger guys that um, you know maybe pushed... Him around a little bit this year, but I, he's he's got a bit of an attitude to him. I think he's going to be a, a he's going to end up being a, a pretty darn good player for them. But um, they could have probably use a little bit more from him this year, obviously.
0: Yeah, uh, Zach Hopper joining us right now. He was uh, following the Badgers, obviously, at the Pfizer Forum. How was the sights and sounds of Pfizer? Well, uh, first after the game uh, last night, what was it like uh, as the you know the the game concluded and the crowd was kind of like shocked? What was it like? Was there like could you hear a pin drop?
4: I got I got uh back into the tunnel so I could get the guys coming off the floor. Okay, yeah, I wasn't not positive sure positive exactly what uh, was said. I you know, look, they they deserve uh some praise for what they did this year. And I think that's probably what a majority of the crowd was probably doing. There's probably others um <laughs> that uh were not happy with them, but I mean what are you gonna do? People are gonna have their opinions. I mean I saw Rowdy uh, Rowdy having a, a nice big opinion on uh on Twitter, and you know, Rowdy's no people, stranger so. to
0: a big opinion. Come on,
4: screaming at people. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's—I'm sure there's a little bit of both.
0: Rowdy I
2: wasn't sure. screaming at anyone. I was just stating facts. <laughs> but I will say this: those two games against Colgate and Iowa State, it did seem it did seem like the uh, the the stadium and the the court it did seem loud in there in the facilities.
4: You're surprised that an, uh, an NCAA tournament game. With eighty percent of Wisconsin fans was was loud.
2: I am just because when it's a pretty much one hundred percent Wisconsin fans at the Kohl Center, (laughs) it can be uh, deafeningly quiet.
4: Zach, your favorite topic. So the biggest game of the year at the Kohl Center was was Purdue. How was that game? It was good. All right, so the exact same thing happened these past two nights because it was important <laughs> and it mattered. Well, technically not the exact
2: same thing because they won the game against Purdue. But
4: <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, uh, the crowd, the exact same thing happens. So, I mean, I, that, that's it's the NCAA tournament, Nelson. Uh, I mean, put Colgate and Wisconsin in, in the uh, in Pfizer form in November or December or January or February, and it'll be exactly like the Kohl Center against, you know, when it's a bad game.
0: Oh, well, Zach, speaking of, um, you know, big stage, Big Ten, big play, when it comes to the Big Ten, Oof. Big Ten, big stage, what uh, Purdue and Michigan left?
4: Hmm. <sighs> well, I think, I think I mean, I I think Purdue's got a chance to win it all um, with, the, with the team that they have. So it's possible that, you know, at the end of this, the Big Ten will end up, you know, snapping their streak of, what, uh, it's been 22 years since they won a, a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's possible that they break it with Purdue, but you had nine teams in, and only two of them are left. It's not, it's not great.
0: People that called Michigan a Cinderella story, are they dumb or are they onto something?
4: Michigan was one of the most talented teams coming in this year. Uh, my biggest issue with Michigan, that they, they have done exactly what uh, they should do. You know, they they are a very talented team. And they should win. I don't understand the redemption story for Juwan Howard. Neither like do I. Well, I, 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 I did you see place. him
0: consoling a player who lost through the beat? He was hugging
1: him. Oh, he's such and, a nice and you know man. Play,
4: and do you know who the player was? The yeah, player it was his son's
0: that,
5: Yeah.
1: Yes. His son's friend
0: that's on AAU a, team.
1: Yeah, shut the F up, man.
0: <laughs> like
4: uh the uh Hell yeah. But no, just like the thing with Michigan, like praising Juan Howard and, and the team for overcoming what they've overcome. You can't overcome like self inflicted <laughs> adversity. <laughs> I'm sorry. You cannot do that. So, like, if you want to give credit to the players for it, sure. They didn't have anything to do with Juwan Howard doing what he did. But Juwan Howard doesn't deserve any credit whatsoever for overcoming his own adversity that he created. It's it's so stupid. And yet, that's been the the, the, the talking heads saying that's like the last.
0: Yes, last Zach. Days. Yes. Come after the talking heads. Yes, Zach. Yes. More. Includes, I mean, you guys you guys are talking heads.
4: You know what? My
0: biggest,
2: my biggest thing that I'm looking for next weekend, once games start up again on Thursday, is I can't wait to turn on the college basketball coverage and see your guy, Rex Chapman,
4: lighting it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's such a <laughs> rich, rich You mean
4: a content stealer?
0: Was, he, was, it, was it Huggins that was just giving him the desk there? Did you say content stealer or
2: like Apple products stealer?
0: Mm. Content stealer. Zach, we I, think, lo- I think he
2: does a little bit of the five finger discount he, in both. He,
4: he's a he's a
0: bit of a douche. <laughs> bit of he's a he's a he's a bit of a douche. So Zach, speaking of content, this content is king. What are you doing at eight o'clock? And when can we get the? Well, I'm giving it away right now. When can we get the new edition of the Swing Baby?
4: Yeah, a little bit later this morning. Uh, if that's something that you're interested in and, and talking about what happened yesterday more, I don't know how many people will be, but you can. If you'd rather look ahead, we have. An episode of Camp just posted up yeah. this morning as
0: well. Yes, Spring Ball, Spring Ball, starts Spring Ball,
4: tomorrow.
0: baby. It's, it's time to get our hopes it. built up for Wisconsin football. This to be crushed at the end. Oh, hey, whoa. hey
1: I'm, a not, for, I'm a loyal fan.
0: I'm a
4: loyal fan. Yeah, but those those hopes don't get crushed until September, so you have four months here to pump yourself up. Hell, and, you know uh, what I do, so. Zach.
0: I pump myself up, baby. Hell yeah.
4: Uh, we all know that. Your, your Facebook and Instagram counselor. Yeah. Full of that. We, we know what
0: you I'm do. still waiting for you to come uh, get yourself. the workout in with me, buddy. I'm saying, I am want I'm, to. I'm, I'm, uh, an off day today. Off day today. We're getting back at it tomorrow, though, okay? All right. Proud hey. of you. Zach? Proud of you. We love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good morning. Good Monday morning. Bye, Zach. Mm. Later. See you,
3: buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love me some Zach Alpern. I love when Rowdy and Zach get all little snippy at each other, too. Man, the amount of messages I got last night were oh, hilarious. Uh, sorry, if I didn't respond to you, it's because I was crying in my own... What was I drinking last night? A little, uh, a little bourbon. Crying in my bourbon a little bit. I uh, didn't feel like responding to people. Because usually when Wisconsin loses, I'm very boisterous about my love of Wisconsin. I know... Listen, I invented the nut kick continuum, where I coined it, I should say, and invented Wisconsin sports invented it. It's where your team is uh, got all the things going for it, you feel good about it, you think you can make a nice long trek. Maybe, man, I don't think the Badgers were ever going to do it, but win it all. But you know, potentially, like the Packers, and then you get kicked in the nuts year after year. You get to the it's like climbing Mount Everest. You're about you reach the you're about to reach the top and plant your flag. Then right as you're about to plant the flag, say you did it there's some other sherpa up there and it kicks you right in the nuts and oh I was going Everest to say Chicago.
2: maybe there was once you got near the summit uh, there was extreme winds you fell back down
0: <laughs> i mean whatever analogy you want to use go for it um, but rowdy some of the messages i got last night a guy carl good morning what's up dude he says i think dave from anona could have shot better last night wolf he, and dave's blind he's got two glass eyes we've seen him Uh, As long as guard is the coach, they'll never be an up-tempo team, D first and fundamentals. And I like that about Wisconsin, you know, the defense first and then fundamentals. But wouldn't you say for fundamentals for, like, Wisconsin Rowdy, instead of going 2 of 22 that the Badgers did last night or being into the bonus for majority of the first half, you would have, I don't know, used some fundamentals and worked it down low, maybe got three the hard way. Or maybe just some
2: fundamentals where the ball goes through the hoop.
0: Yeah, just work it down low hit a wide open shot. I uh, will get the comments coming up about the uh, the game last night. Let's see here. I okay, got Brett says same old Bucky, dude that was so tough to watch. I should have figured this outcome would be uh, sooner rather than later. Chucky Chucky going really down hurt the team. Yeah. Well, we talked I'm so frustrated right now. We talked about this heading into March Madness.
2: It put a little bad taste in your mouth when they lost to Nebraska when they had the opportunity to win an outright Big 10 title.
0: And they lost to And they lost to
2: Nebraska. Terrible. Now, Granted, we saw what this team was when Johnny Davis missed, what, 15 minutes? The last 15 minutes of that game against Nebraska where they struggled to score. They did not look good. Mm -hmm. And going into March Madness, I remember saying it because I felt like I just kept saying the same thing over and over. I wouldn't be surprised if Wisconsin would have lost to Colgate because, say, Colgate got hot shooting the three and Johnny Davis looked bad. And Johnny Davis would look bad. And they were done. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they made a final four run because say some of the guys like the Davison's and Chucky Hepburn's of the world were hot from behind the arc or they were shooting the ball well. And Johnny Davis was playing really, really, really well. The thing that pisses me off the most about last night is that when you looked at the brackets, you thought, yeah, this could happen. But I thought once they got past Colgate, I thought the easiest game was Iowa State State. shouldn't even
0: been in the tournament. I mean, they are, but you can make the case that they shouldn't even gotten into the tournament. Roadie. The
2: thing that pisses you off is that they laid the egg against the worst team, in my opinion, possible. And it that, was an over ugly St. Game. That's
0: over the Peacocks, Rowdy.
2: The Peacocks no. are not the worst team remaining. Iowa State is. I believe so. There and I, I still stand by, I think, matchup-wise. Go Peacocks. Colgate was a tougher game than... Uh, Iowa State, you just literally couldn't do anything right. You couldn't make baskets. You turned the basketball over.
0: Yeah. Uh, Johnny Davis got it going on Friday night. I mean, Johnny Davis, fourteen was awful. points. He was off until the final fourteen points. And then you're like, where he was shot that all the game? Ball
2: Sixteen times and made it four. Like
0: twenty
2: five percent is not good, especially no. when you're shooting that many times. Oh, it was terrible.
0: It was terrible. Against Colgate, he got it going at the end. But against Iowa State, what what was that? It sucked. See, I could understand if they lost and laid an egg to like an Auburn.
2: Now Auburn lost. Mm-hmm. Or I could understand with like how the road and once they beat Colgate if they would have laid an egg to like a Kansas or someone from the other top end of the uh, that side of the bracket. Yeah. In a in a in a game where the team they were playing was actually good. You played an 11 seed and lost. And now you have a 10-11 matchup in Miami and Iowa State. You would have got the U. How confident would Badger fans have been? They beat Colgate, which they did. They then beat Iowa State. And then they go to Chicago next Thursday to take on the 10-seeded Miami Hurricanes. How You couldn't even script it better.
0: It, the, it was laid out perfectly for you to make a nice little run, uh, sweet 16, and then punch your ticket to the Elite Eight, and you would take on the winner of Kansas and Providence.
2: You wouldn't have seen a single-digit seed
0: until most likely Kansas and the Elite Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Elite Eight, Kansas. Uh, and Wisconsin is now uh, not a long trek home, but now they're sitting at home. A de facto home game at the Pfizer Forum, nothing, and now you're back watching on the couch like everybody else. <laughs> All right, so uh, Johnny Davis, speaking of him on the podium after the game last night, he talks about uh, the future, what it holds for him. Take a listen.
4: Obviously, I'm you know a little hurt from the loss. I didn't want the season to end this way, and you know for right now, I. I just want to cherish these past two years I've had at Wisconsin and, you know, finish school this semester and just, you know, I, I just want to stay in the moment for right now.
0: You gone. Rowdy, if you got millions of dollars waiting for you, do you even go and finish your semester of school? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard. <laughs> It'd be very hard. Especially because
2: we talked about it a little bit last week, but I was looking up the numbers for the draft picks from last year's draft, and we all know Some that cheddar. pretty much... Every year it goes up for every single league. But yeah, if he was the number one pick in this upcoming NBA draft, he would be making like $8.5 million roughly per year. And I believe first-round picks are, was it three-year contracts? Yeah. If he was the 15th pick in this year's draft, he'd be making over $2.5 million per year Hmm. for the next three years. Do I go to class?
0: and not graduate, because I know I'm not going to graduate. Do I go to class and finish out my semester, or do I just kind of dick around and then get millions of dollars?
2: Hmm. I mean, worst-case scenario for him, if he's drafted 15th, by the end of the three-year contract, he's made over $7.5 million. Best <laughs> case, he's made about 25 hmm. Like, And that's not even getting another contract. Or you can come back to Wisconsin, where you've already shown your talent, and potentially hurt yourself and lose draft stock and lose money. I, I think, think it he's would be going. ridiculous to come back.
0: I would question. I would question if Johnny Davis got a blow to the head if he came back to Wisconsin. Uh, but on the game itself, uh, Davis talks on what Iowa State did to slow them down. Um, they put a really good pressure defense. You know, they did a really good job of um, taking away passing lanes and I I just think that we just straight-up missed shots
4: and didn't share the ball the way we were supposed to.
0: Well, you shot 28% from the field and two of 22 from beyond the arc. That's 9%. You definitely missed some shots. Uh, Johnny Davis does talk about, you know, there's days like this shooting-wise. Yeah, it's the game of basketball. Sometimes you
4: make <coughs> shots, sometimes you miss shots, and, you know, it was one of those days for us.
0: It's one of those days, Rowdy. In fact, a two-for-22 performance for the Badgers, Uh, Finished the season shooting. The season shooting at 30.6% from beyond the arc. That is the second worst percentage in school history since the three-pointer was introduced to the college game in 1986. Only the 97-98 team for Wisconsin shot out worse from deep. 29.7%. Wow. That's tough. Brad Davison talks on the uh, shooting struggles. Offensively, obviously.
5: I mean, you never want to miss shots, and you're trying to get good looks, and you're, you know, that's that's why you play the game, and why you run offenses, trying to get the best look. And sometimes they just don't go in. You know, we have confidence in ourselves and confidence in our teammates, but you just kind of try to find other ways to win. And we came up a little bit short. Right, we'll talk some more, Brad Davidson,
0: coming up. But first, Gardo, great guard, talks about uh, the looks they got.
4: I, I thought we had some good looks too. I mean, I know we're two for 22, but. Um... I would say for the most part, unless and until right at the end, most of those were pretty decent looks that you, you got to take, especially with how they're playing with packing things in and trapping the post and those things you've got to, you've got to counter by knocking down some shots.
2: Yeah, ready? Well, I have been one of the tougher critics on Greg Gard over his tenure at no, Wisconsin. No, you. And I told you, I believe it was, I think it was the first week after uh new year's where I said, I don't want to jinx it, but. This is Greg Gard's best coaching job so far. And they went on to share the big 10 title. Now that, like I said, sour taste in the mouth, they didn't win it outright, but I stand by that. I still think this was his best coaching performance season wise that he's had since he started coaching Wisconsin. And there's also, that's the reason why I have not said Greg guards name once about this loss. Yeah. Wisconsin did have open looks, Wisconsin did get the ball down low at times. Wisconsin was in the bonus early. They didn't make any shots. Nothing. They didn't make any three pointers. They missed bunny layups. I know at first in the game, they were struggling uh, shooting free throws, but they ended up coming through and, and hitting at a good clip uh, the entire game, but they sucked. (laughs) They honestly just sucked. (laughs) They did. They did. Like, I don't know what else you're supposed to say, but it's like, in the game of basketball, if you can't make shots, you're not good. Yeah. They didn't make shots.
0: They were not good. No, tough. That's being a sports fan, though. Only one. I don't know if anyone realizes only one team does win it when it's all said and done. And more times than not, it's not your team. It just sucks when you got a lottery pick and you're at the Pfizer form, and then you'd have Chicago. And then, yeah. But that's just the one thing. Like, overall, if you look back on
2: this season, when they were supposed to finish 10th, no higher than seventh. You can't say that this season was a bad season or that this season, you know, you're disappointed by it. They had a much better season than anyone. Yeah. Anyone thought they would. The only thing is that in March, your expectation expectations changed because of how good they were and that they were winning close games and that Johnny Davis was as good as he was. And that's why you're disappointed is because they raised your level of expectations as they raise their own level of expectations, I'm sure, yeah. which is a good thing. But oh, at the same time,
0: it's, it's, it's disheartening. You know, it sucks.
2: If this would have been a loss to Auburn where they just didn't shoot well or to Kansas or some team that was like a good team.
0: Yeah, like it a team would that, have been like, like, like a name, you know. Yeah.
2: You know what? They had a good run. They ran into a more talented team. And, you know, that was that was a good season. They t- they shared for a, a Big Ten title and they came out of nowhere way better than we thought. But losing to an Iowa State team that probably shouldn't have been in the NCAA tournament and found a win in the first round,
0: (laughs) that's the (laughs) only thing I can say. It's like, (laughs) I've been calling them aggressive statements. That's what Rowdy and I are doing today. Aggressive statements. We just shout things out, and then whatever sticks, sticks. You got an aggressive statement you want to get off your chest, Rowdy? I'll start. It's not even a question. It's just an exclamation mark. Badgers. What the hell? That's my aggressive statement. Do you have one? I I don't. Shoot the ball. Put it in the cylinder. Does it it
2: have to? Stop turning it over. Does it have to do with this team this year? Or can it just be Badger basketball in general?
0: You know I don't silence anyone's transmission. say whatever you want to say. What do I care?
2: This team is going to be bad next year. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, well, real quick, didn't we think that the, or not we think, but a lot of the big J's and you know the writers with you know mustard stains on their white T shirt, their buttons are mismatched and stuff. They can't even button their shirt right. Uh, didn't they say that we'd finish tenth? The Badgers finished correct, 10th? but did this team end up having a top
2: ten lottery pick uh, in the NBA draft this upcoming uh, summer?
0: Uh, you would think Johnny Davis, despite his you know past couple games, job this stuff he'll, well, he'll still be a pick. lottery he'll pick. He'll be in the top fifteen. Yep.
2: Yes, did that. Will next year's team have a lottery pick on it?
0: I mean, Jordan Davis has the same DNA as Johnny. Maybe he'll him him the switch, but I don't think so.
2: No. Who's going to score next year? Seriously, who's going to score? Brad Davison? He's gone. He's gone. He was fifth year. He shot the ball outside of that last month. He shot the ball pretty well for what? Four months out of the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Davis is your player that is going to be the NBA pick that we saw in a lot of close games. He was the
0: closer. He's going to be gone. He's going to be gone. He gone. Uh, Tyler Wall. I'm not seeing the NBA lottery pick. Tyler Wall. He'll score. Chucky Hepburn. He'll score. Ty- can Tyler Wall shoot the basketball? Not very well when he's close to the rim. Exactly. He's got to play in the post.
2: (laughs) Uh, Steven Crowell. You hope Chucky, uh, Chucky Hepburn can play, uh, continue to grow and and be better. But outside of that, what what are we doing here? Mm, Looking for people to put the ball in the Who's going to score? Like you look at this roster, you have Johnny Davis, most likely gone. Brad Davidson is gone. Um, Chris vote. Also, I believe I think he's done exhausted his eligibility. He's gone. He was actually a pretty solid backup center for what you asked. He's good off the bench. And then I think the fourth other player that won't be back is Carter Higginbottom, but he's a walk on like, that's, that's the four guys you're, you're losing. You're bringing in a, I believe he was a three-star, borderline four-star are shooter. We, are we
0: really losing Carter Higginbottom, though? Or is he losing the Badgers? The spot is lost. <laughs> are we really losing him?
2: But they're bringing in a shooter from Indiana that I believe was a three, maybe borderline four-star. And then you have basically two other scholarships available, which will probably be used in the transfer portal. Yeah. But if you don't go and get a score or, or someone that's pretty good in the transfer portal... Who's going to score?
0: It's gonna be a tough year, a tough sled next year. But we thought that coming I, into this year, but I think I, the writers
2: might have been a year early. They, they they didn't realize how much of a jump Johnny Davis took from year one to year two. You're gonna give these Jabronis credit, Rowdy? No, I'm saying I think they're a year early. They weren't they weren't right on how much better Johnny Davis was. But with no Johnny Davis next year, I'll pencil him in his tenth right now.
0: Man, uh, some some hard times, You know, some tough questions to you ask. You said though. some
2: aggressive statements. Yeah, um, <laughs> some well, tough mean, questions. Would you be surprised if they were 10th last year with the roster that currently is?
0: Well, I always under the guys of four or better for the Badgers. I have to wait to see what happens with the transfer portal. Because transfer portals completely changed the landscape of college basketball. Well, if it's anything
2: like their transfer portal of Jacoby Neath and um, Chris Vogt last year, they're gonna be in for a long year.
0: I'm not ready to bury them before uh, it's not even 24 hours since the season's over. I guess see the transfer portal entails, but losing the likes of Johnny Davis, Brad Davison, and you question the growth. Now, you know Stephen Crowell, who Crowell was looking really good throughout the year, then all of a sudden just took a couple steps back. Uh, what happens with uh, Chucky Hepburn and that you know injury did not look good, broken tibia or ankle or something. I
2: feel like at this point we know exactly what. Uh, Tyler Wall is, right? Like, I like Tyler really Wall. Really good defender. He's like a Mr. Fundamental. Really good defender. He's going to get you buckets inside. He's going to do kind of like the dirty things, the hustle plays. That's But that's what he is, right? Like, I don't think he develops all of a sudden a, a great jump shot.
0: No, I, he's good at what he it does. Fundamentally, sound down low by the rim. Chucky Hepburn, you hope, takes steps, but he's
2: probably going to arguably be one of their top two players next year. You I don't hope,
0: think it's an argument. You
2: hope that Crowell... Can continue to get better and then there's just like a lot of question marks after that we talked about what was going in or what was leaving versus coming in Uh, you look at guys that redshirted last year what is it Moores and Hodges were two big men that both were seen as skilled but they both redshirted this year who knows what you get out of that Uh, Troy touched on this I know Dave from Anona touched on this what are you going to get from Ben Carlson yeah, that's another question, too. Because he was a guy that uh, freshman year when he was playing looked like there was some promise. Then he hurt his back, really didn't play <clears throat> most of me. the second half of his freshman year. And then this year, 99% of the time when he played did not look good.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we got some time to think about um, when it comes to next year in the uh, the status of the Badgers program moving forward. Uh, comments coming up, though, from Brad Davison Johnny Davis, Greg Gard, Tyler Wolf. Before that, let's go to the phone quick. Good morning. Who is this?
4: Morning.
6: This is
0: Mitchell. Mitchell, what's going? What's going on, man? Help me. Help well, uh, me. Help you today.
6: Well, all I can say is defense. defense. Play defense. I'm so sick of do-do defense. Wisconsin's defense. I think we need to blow up. Get rid of Greg Gard. How about offense? Let's play some offense. Offense.
1: Concentrate on that. Okay, they have a bad game, so maybe they
7: score fifty-five points. That's all. That's all we do now. I'm so tired of all the Big Ten teams. They play do-do defense. They beat each other They beat each other up. They're all shot and wasted. By the end of the year, maybe one gets through the 316. That's it. Enough of the
6: do-do-do defense. The multiple offense. That's it. Bye.
0: Mitchell. Yes. Aggressive statements. I, I don't think he's ever called in before. Mitchell, you got a gold star in the fridge today, and please keep those phone calls coming. Now this is what we hear every year, right? The Big Ten's the best conference out there. The Big Ten rules. The Big Ten plays, as Mitchell said, the, 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 the defense. And then what happens? Nothing in March Madness. You're left in Michigan as Juwan Howard is bitch lapping everyone down on you know, his path. And then you got Purdue, which they got Zach Eadie who's seven four, and they got some talent on there. But yeah, to his point, how about some offense? Like the dude who was balling out for Iowa State, this cultured shirt guy. Who was in Minnesota? And now he's for Iowa State. His family's from Wisconsin. He, after the game, he's punking Wisconsin, saying how much he hates Wisconsin. The,
1: the
0: Wisconsin needs some ballers like that, dude. That guy was that guy is nuts. Who's that guy? I like Mitchell's phone call. What do you think of that aggressive statement, Rowdy? Well, I just you look at
2: some of those teams like the Michigans of the world that oh, yeah, are Mitchell. still hell yeah Mitchell that are still playing. Go look at the recruits that they get. Those are, that's one of the better recruiting basketball teams in the Big Ten. It is, yeah, they had a bad season. They were underperforming, but the talent is finally starting to play at the level so, it was expected to. would
0: did you say, like, we all perceived and thought that we had a guy like that named Johnny Davis, an NBA lottery pick, a guy that could b- bring you immediate offense. What happened? He's, go- he's gone. Johnny Davis isn't coming back. Oof.
2: He's gone. I just looked up the upcoming Big Ten recruiting rankings for basketball. Yeah. Where do you think they slot Wisconsin in for 2022?
0: With how you were talking about it not good 13 <laughs> 13 <laughs> i use my listening cues around him like it eh, can't be good
2: now granted it was only one player where you look at like the ohio state michigans of the world that are one and two mm-hmm. they're bringing in five and four different recruits so that has a little something to do with it the number of players makes the class a little bit better but still 13th yeah and it's it's coming from a team that Struggled on offense outside of a couple players, and both those players
0: were most likely gone. Yeah. Well, I want to get into what Johnny Davis is. I saw, I mean, our guy G Dub up in Appleton, he was <laughs> he, he, he was, was writing novels, it. writing novels about Johnny Davis. I've heard a lot of people I've seen it on social media saying, if I'm Johnny Davis, I'm not going to the NBA. My stock oh. just fell. We'll talk about it coming up because um, Johnny Davis is gone. He's gone. But his stock definitely has fallen a little bit. Because what we saw was not. Well, Steve had called in about what, 650 saying, Johnny Davis, what position is he going to be in the NBA? Is he even going to be in the league? Our guy, J.A. Krebs, says, Johnny couldn't even get to the rim versus Iowa State. What's he going to do when Giannis or Joel Embiid is standing in his way? Some things to think about. The nut kick continue in those swings on. I like Mitchell, Gold Star. The defense. How about some offense? 49 points from the Badgers. I went through some of the older scores of March Madness. The Badgers are up there with, uh, or should I say, down there with the likes of, what was it, Rowdy? Richmond? Was it Seton Hall? Loyola. Loyola of Chicago? Some other teams that you don't want to be in the company of.
2: Yeah, and you know what? All those teams were bounced in the first round outside of Richmond
0: and Wisconsin. <laughs> Brad Davidson, he is, uh, Brad Davidson, a very polarizing player. If he's on your team, you love him. If he's not, you hate him. Brad Davidson was asked uh, after the game, Rowdy, uh, what he wants his lasting, you know, memory to be of uh, fans and people that support Wisconsin basketball, even the ones that don't support Wisconsin basketball, just like basketball as a whole. Brad Davidson talks about the what he hopes people remember him for. little emotional, obviously it was his last game. He's done. Uh, now he's going on to be a, a doctor somewhere <laughs> I don't know what his degree is uh, but most people go to school seven years or a doctor uh, Brad Davidson talks about what he hopes people remember him for take a listen just
5: somebody who gave their heart and soul to trying to be a great teammate and a great leader and a great friend and brother um tried to do everything he could to help his team win um but to be honest I hope basketball's not the first thing that people think about when they think of me um I hope it's about an interaction that we had, or maybe a picture, or an autograph, or a conversation. Um, I hope it's something bigger than basketball, or just me wearing the 34 jersey. I hope that's how my teammates see me, and my coaches view me as well. And um, because those are the things that I really value. I love the game of basketball, but I know that I'm not defined by my performance or wins or losses. Um, I know where my identity lies, and. Um, that's what scripture says about me, but that's also what my teammates think about me and my coaches and my family and my friends. And so, you know, I, I'm content. Um, but with that being said, I just hope people remember me as a great teammate and great leader and great friend. Man,
0: very emotional, and rightfully so, man. Brad Davison pours his heart and soul out onto the court every game. Yeah, you see it. You can't deny the passion that he brings every day. Now, when I think about Brad Davison... I've I've kind of done a, a one eighty on things. I would think of a guy that took a lot of charges. A guy that was gritty, a guy that, you know, uh was out there to just do whatever he could to, you know, help his team win a ball game. And that's, you know, a good thing to think about. Uh I think now too, and it's not my moment, but it's a moment I saw from the outside, it was and we know Marquette Ron. Remember Marquette Ron Rowdy? Oh yeah. Marquette Ron, a very outspoken individual. Uh, hated the Badgers. Obviously, he's a Marquette fan. I hated the Badgers and Ron. We've had him here twice a year one for Hate Week, uh, that Marquette would have against Wisconsin, and the other were for Geo's Garden, his awesome golf outing that we would participate in and help raise money. Uh, but uh, Marquette Ron uh, this season was at the Cole Center when Marquette was here, and Marquette Ron said he was chirping at Brad Davison. He's a grown 40 something year old man chirping, 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 chirping at Brad Davison. every time he would, uh, Get the ball, Ron. What did Ron say? He was yelling out, "Balls, balls!" Like just yelling at him. And then after the game, after Wisconsin did beat Marquette, uh, Marquette Ron was outside uh, the Kohl Center, meandering around, and he saw uh, one Brad Davison, and he went up to Brad Davison, and they talked about essentially life first. It started with basketball, and then life and everything else. And Ron had this like come to uh, this aha moment where he realized it was more than just basketball. Talking to Brad Davison made him have a new, you know, respect and aspect that he didn't have before. Uh, life itself through the game of basketball. And Ron told me it forever changed him. And if you can get to that 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 heart of Ron, Marquette Ron, and flip him and somehow change him, then by God, Brad Davison, you're doing the Lord's work right there. <laughs> Cause Marquette Ron no stranger to a hot take. And now Brad Davison has uh, melted his heart. So uh, what do you think what do you think of Brad Davison?
2: Kind of the same thing that you did. He was a guy that you remember his freshman year, he was basically forced into playing, had a bum shoulder, played pretty damn well as a a freshman playing point guard where he wasn't really a traditional point guard. Mm -hmm. Again, like you said, charges, kind of just the gritty factor, more of like a a team leader, guy that was always in that for the team. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see who really takes the reins of this team because he's Davison's gone. He's gone. Davis is gone. Basically gone too. who's going to be the leader on
8: this team. Is it going to be Tyler wall? Is it going to be Chucky Hepburn? Benjamin, what do you
0: think? When you think of Brad Davison,
8: for the record, I don't think I could say he's gone until I actually see it. Who, Johnny Davis? No, Brad Davison.
0: Oh, like you? Do you physically have to like help him pack his bags if has his, to be like some, is in his locker?
8: I, as soon as I see a team take the court without him there, <laughs> I can't believe it. Or maybe he finds a coaching role and he's still there.
0: Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, though. What do you think? What do you think of Brad Davison? I think of a guy that just poured his heart and soul out on the court. I used to think of a guy that just take charges and the guy under your skin, grit guy. But now I think of a guy that just poured his heart and soul out.
8: Yeah, I think it's been really good especially this year for him to play the 2. Um even when Trice was here, a lot of it he had to facilitate and he had to do probably too much for someone at his young age like you said Nelson. Yeah. So, to have a guy like Johnny around him and an inside post presence, I think this probably was his best year of playing. Um yeah. and re- uh, like remember when after last year a lot of people were ready for a reset. They didn't really want Potter and Reavers and Trice all to come back together because they could have. Um, and, and some people still were like, why, why is Brad Davison coming back? I'm glad he did. But, oh, I they would not have won the Big Ten if he didn't. No. You know what
2: is hilarious about, you know, a lot of us were ready for the reset and didn't want those guys to come back. Has anyone heard about any of those guys no. outside of like uh, – Micah Potter, who's playing in the D-League, playing pretty well. Didn't
0: Alim
8: Ford get a little of, stint in the, yeah, like, I guess on the lean magic forward. when yeah. COVID hit the NBA and yeah. everyone was out.
2: Outside of that, it's like, haven't heard a thing about Reavers. Haven't heard a thing about Trice. A um, couple of the other guys that transferred to Wisconsin Southeast, <laughs> Valparaiso, <laughs> Valparaiso, they got hurt. Yeah. or you never heard of them.
0: Yeah. Let's go to the phones. We've got a lot, three calls. Uh, line one, go in order. Welcome to the show. Who's this?
1: Oh, uh, this is Pete hey, from the Pete. Monona. What's up man? Morning Pete. Uh good, oh. Oh <laughs> gosh. Oh. Oh my goodness. Ben is there. That's well, that's that that's good because I I I just want to the, the my audience out there to know that i i predicted that the badgers would lose in the round of 32 contradicting all three of you starry-eyed fanboys who probably had them in <laughs> at, at 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 the very least in the in the elite eight Oh, so well, pete in one of my I brackets elite now, eight
0: the other final four just an fyi oh, and i'll do it again kidding? next year i'll do it again next you're year you're kidding too. Pete, Pete, you call me a starry-eyed fanboy. You know exactly what I am,
1: starry-eyed fanboy. Oh my! Oh yeah, but uh, brackets are business, though. Oh, oh my! I like goodness. to mix
0: my business and my pleasure, Pete.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> it's, you know, then, then I, I, oh, the other thing, I want two more things I yeah, want to say. Yeah. Uh, the the clock is 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 running on great guard. I mean. This this championship is Big Ten championship has brought him another couple of years, but you know, I it, unless he can up the talent, Ben, uh, unless he can up uh, up the talent of the team, he, he's not going to last more than uh, on. Uh, so three Pete, on the guard thing, home. really
0: quick, because we got some other callers, and I I want to do this, but we don't have enough time for this tomorrow. I really need you to call in again tomorrow, Pete, because Ben told me, and I feel the same way, and I think I don't know about Rowdy, but he said I'd love to attack the guard haters later. Hopefully, we'll get some people to call in. Can you call in tomorrow to talk Greg Gard with us, please?
1: Oh, Want to have more, when we have
0: more time. It sounds
2: like, Pete, you'd be the first person off the bench to second a Greg Gard on Mount Notice.
1: Yeah, well, it's pretty obvious. I mean, you know, they, they and and the problem is that I I I don't think I I don't think he or or the football culture very good recruiters. Okay. Oh, and it's, tomorrow. and Same for tomorrow, it's all recruiting. Same for
0: tomorrow, Pete? Cuz we will will we'll blow okay. will blow the doors off of it tomorrow. Um and then okay. and then Ben can mentally prepare himself too And your
1: third thing, Pete? Oh, yeah. Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to my homeboy uh from Monona, a day from Monona because <laughs> he is he truly is the only person I know who is really colorblind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just Straight up blind.
1: <laughs> Take it easy. You,
8: Pete. I don't know where to go with that one, but, but I'll, just say, I'll just say bye. Do you think Pete has a Google Doc that he fills before he calls in? Um, On no, all of the relevant points?
0: Pete's got, Pete is a former librarian, dude. He's got
8: the Dewey Decimal
0: System locked in his brain. Number like,
8: one, attack Ben. Number two, quickly pivot to Greg
0: Gard. Number he three, he mentally stores all of it, and he's got a he's a smart guy. He's got it all stored up there, and the Dewey is the peat decimal system in his brain. He just goes through the catalogs and finds it. Oh, and you missed
2: it earlier this morning, Ben. Dave from Anona officially declaring defeat.
0: His sister Jean bounced round one. Yeah. He was devastated, and now the then Buffalo Wild Wings already called ahead for the rowdy special. For we lunch. got
2: reservations.
0: Uh, line two. Good
3: morning. Who's this? Z in the D. Z in the D. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Yeah, it's kind of sad that Brad Davidson is leaving, but more charges. He's yeah. taken more charges in one season than Ben Kenny takes in uh one year at uh, on his credit card. So we know that for sure. Huh?
0: <laughs> Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Let's just
3: go with it. It it, it makes sense if you don't think about it. pay for things. It makes
2: sense
0: if you don't think about it. Just go with it. (laughs) Just go with it.
3: But, yeah.
0: (laughs) I was going to say something really Um,
3: Outside of that, Pete, come on. Easy with a Greg guard. You're always talking about recruitment. It's kind of hard to recruit against these blue bloods when they have the money, the backups of it. I mean, they're historically good. Wisconsin's been what? Good for, like, Fifteen years making making the NCAA tournament. Before that, they had a good twenty some years, thirty some years of not making it. I mean, it's kind of hard to go against the UCLA's UK. They're just uh, rifling money off UK. everywhere. You
0: see the movie yeah. Scarface? They say you first you get the money, then you get or uh, what is it? First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the power, then you get the women. Right? Z? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much it. And we saw with Louisville. They got the women and they got the players. I
2: mean, <laughs> well done. They got a chance. That joke landed. Well done. So,
3: otherwise, Ben, <laughs> um, I'm feeling happy for you. Your uh, Phillies are just stacking up on talent. What is this? God. Just talk to
8: Ben. show now? Like, and what's there's what's a deep drive in the left by Castellanos. I right, see, we love you, buddy. You. It'll be a home run and that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. See you, Yep. Later,
0: see guys. See what, I'm not turning into Phillies when we got badges. Line three. Good morning. Who's this? Carrie from the north side. Yeah, you it's been forever. What's up, Terry? I am definitely the
6: villain.
0: I don't know. We got a lot of villains. I don't think anyone's a villain. Villain, you're a friend of the show, Terry. But we also have that friends are villains as well. But I also agree with Pete. I also agree with
7: with the other callers. You guys have turned into Homer. You know, and Ben, Terry, you, I've you, never, you, you I've was never was not been a ben Homer. Ken, and I like Ben Kenny. I do. I've, I've never, been, I've, I've never not been me.
0: a Homer.
7: Well, I mean, I am a. I try to look at things realistic. I try to look at everything else. I can actually be a fan that can root for both teams. Well,
0: I, well, you're not a fan of you're not a fan of Wisconsin sports, terror. I'm not a fan. I'll tell you what, because of the
7: Wisconsin media, I don't believe you guys. And you know, and, and I'm going to start including almost everybody except for a boy from Channel 15. Everybody is turned into homers. I listened. You guys should go back and listen to your show on Thursday and Friday. You had this team going to the Final Four.
1: Yeah, my, having my second, two
7: days later. You're talking. You're telling them. Well, they didn't have enough of this, and they didn't
0: have. Well, yeah, because we, rea- we reacted reason. to the games that were played.
7: They lost for one reason. They shot two for 22, and their coach continued to let them shoot. Instead of adjusting, making adjustments, I asked Ben Kenny, I go, how do you know when a team is properly prepared? And he gave me his opinion. Don't tell me, Eves, that Badger team Sunday in front of 95%. If Are not you bringing your Badger Bill Michaels teams,
0: topics onto my show again now? No, I'm talking about. Um, is, it, is it Ben? Can you vote for him? No, Ben Kenny, I was talking
7: about with his comment on Friday. I ain't talking about Bill Michaels.
0: Um, what, I, what I was saying is. Though, Terry, you even called in like three weeks, so I don't even know what to tell you. Well, Why don't you talk to Ben? Because you haven't, you haven't called in since I bodied it on air over Aaron Rodgers.
7: <laughs> well, you've you never bodied me over Hollywood, I'll tell you that right
1: oh. now.
0: Terry, I own you all day. Every minute, every second, every single day. I own your ass.
7: You never own me. I am the big dog and I'm in the house and I can. I own you so rule. bad that you crawled in a hole and couldn't call in for about a month. No, it's because I was busy. I was listening. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. You know, I listened I listen to you guys. I talk. went to Athens a couple I times heard... looking
0: for you too, and they said you're crawled in a hole still crying.
7: <laughs> no, they don't, because they enjoy my tips too much. They'll never say that. Well, I know what they said. Thing. I was there. No, I'm just trying to be realistic. I'm trying to be. I just end it with this. You know. You had 95, 98 percent of the fans, you had the big you had a home game. You had all the above, everything in favor of you. You played a team yeah, yeah. That, that was in last place last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: won two games, and you lose by five. And of course, I'll give you your injury. The problem is in talent. That's what Pete's wrong. Wisconsin recruits pretty well. You know the guy Johnny Davis, football. look at the guys they send to the NFL consistently.
0: Well, Terry, t- t- Terry, today is your day, because I know you're not a fan of Wisconsin sports. You like to say you're a realist. You're just a hater of it. So t- live it up, baby. Live it up, because today is your day. Terry, this is
8: where I, w- I don't think preparation plays in at all. When you're in a second half of a basketball game against a good defensive team with Ben Carlson, Chris Vote, Jordan Davis, Jacoby Neath, and Brad Davison on the court, I don't know how you're supposed to score points.
7: Ben, I'll give you that, but in the same means, let me put it this way. Did anybody on their bracket? Anybody
2: take Iowa State over Wisconsin. Yes, Dave Esler, our gambler from 740, took Iowa State over LSU. Who these and, homers have on. Oh, And or by LSU, the way, two, yeah. he, he actually sent me this message. I didn't tell anyone this, but he sent me this <laughs> message this morning. I'll pull it up. He said, uh, since I don't have my phone to text you today, I have Wisconsin losing to Iowa State. And he no, put he, that in quotes. He goes, sorry, I was right. He said that on Friday, too. When we had yeah, that. and then I go, I hate you. One of our listeners said that you nailed it, and he goes, LOL, the only worst part about it is I forget you actually bet the game.
7: There you go. LSU was a mess. I mean, they were a total mess with all the problems. Just fired their coach before the season ends. I mean, I think there was no doubt the Iowa State was going to beat LSU. That'd... I mean, that, you know that's definitely one of the things. Everybody I know, everyone I talked to said, LSU is the give me. That's the game Iowa State will win. And everybody was saying Wisconsin, Iowa State, you guys were all right. Everybody projected that that I know of.
0: Well, anything like else you might – got to let you go, Terry. we got one more call before break, buddy. I want to make sure you get all your stuff in, So.
7: Okay, all I'm going to say is this. Before I say go Cubs, <laughs> I'm going to say that um, you lost yesterday because of coaching again. I Two see. for 22 at home. I know Greg Gardner was go really struggling from uh, yeah, shooting the three ball. Yeah, he just answered
0: his own question. Go the coach the doesn't take no, the pointers. Now give me your
8: go Cubs. Go Cubs. See you right, bye God, damn. Ebo, rebranding tomorrow as a Greg Guard Truth Day.
0: Yeah, the Greg Guard Truth Day sounds good to me. Uh, one more call before break. Who's this?
6: All right, forty-five seconds. <laughs> all right. One, hey, Dave. count me down. Pete from Manoni. Yes, I'm colorblind. I hate everybody. <laughs> two. Zach and Adele. Thank, thank you for that money, your child support that we spent on your ex-girlfriend. We truly enjoyed the overnight stay at the Fister.
2: <laughs> Is there so, a third?
6: Three, Greg, three Greg Guards for all the guys that hate him. He, he recruits four stars all the time, and that's why they're consistently good. And finally, any man who... Wears, this, is, this is a grant, who wears long sleeve shirts playing basketball sports. Nelson, for me, please. Smack him up five the ahead. He should never be allowed to play any man sport. There's got to be a WNBA team close around for Ben, who now is specified as the WTDY sissy. W-O-Z-M. He now steps above Grant for a dress attire and for being a fairy. Wait, wait, Dave. So now, actually, I got a
2: question for you, real quick. So you don't like Grant for his short pants, but you also don't like Ben for his long, long
1: sleeves.
6: sleeves. <laughs> anyway, Nelson, wait. What would you have done to kids like Ben on the playground? where we would have smacked him around and throw him around the monkey bars. He was the kind of guy where they're playing hopscotch. You know, don't hopscotch. touch my don't touch my chalk.
1: Hey, I give him at
6: least, I
2: give him at least four square.
6: No. no, I mean, this, this, that, that, that man should stay, just, just stay behind closed doors. Long sleeves, really Ben? I mean, that, that's about as sissy as it gets. Come on. We make, hey, last thing, only men who wear long sleeves are either sissies or have needle marks covered up. Ford's cold out, buddy. Jeez. <laughs>
0: I see you, Dave. Wow, that was good. I thought tears were going to There's only
2: hot. two men in this world that wear long sleeves one, they're sissies, or two, Got They're kidding. needle marks. <laughs> they got needle marks. Which one are you, Ben Kennedy? Yeah, Which one are you,
0: Ben Kenny? You, you in the you in the drugs?
8: I did not expect that to go
0: like that. Whenever I go to the phones, I never expect what's going to happen. We got you know Pete going, then we got Terry losing his mind. I don't know, T- Terry. Did you think you were listening to a different show? I've always been a homer. Every year I say my team's going to win it all. What do you mean I'm a homer? Of course I'm a homer.
8: I call myself slanted. Yeah, I thought they were gonna win both games in this weekend. I
0: predict Packers, Badgers, Brewers, Bucks, are love of them. Of course I'm a homer.
8: I thought their best chance
2: at winning a game was I thought they'd make it to Sweet 16. <laughs>